What is up, binners and loungers and in-betweeners? We are coming at you live tonight, Thursday. As always, we have your amazing host, Cody, the absolute worst, Joss, Joss, Josh Whedon? <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Josh Whedon, yeah. That's... Josh, I forgot his name. Winter, myself, Paige, and we have a special guest for you today. You probably saw his Facebook ads and him spamming every single page in existence. <laughs> we got Alex, the rad man, rare air discs himself, V. What's up, Alex? What's up? <laughs> Self-promotion plug. Let's go. <laughs> Somehow I spammed this. Uh, <laughs> exactly right. He found a way to just spam it all. Oh I don't know if you noticed it, but past few shows I had it just chilling there. Oh snap! <laughs> That's awesome. He's also given us paid promotion. He pays Josh in uh, likes and laughter like, and wisdom. Laughter, laughter and, wisdom. and wisdom. That's what I get from Alex. <laughs> So Alex, how's Rare Air Discs treating you? Dude, it's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's been busy. It's nice to uh, nice to have Discmania back selling discs. Yeah. Instead of like getting in twenty C line DD3s and not selling any on the drop night. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice that they actually hitting home runs again. Like, I think Discmania for a long time with their stocks, like people wanted to like them, and then. All of their stock sea line stuff after a while was just like nobody really liked that. Um, and then this metal flake plastic, I know there was rumblings with the metal flake MD3 when they had the European drop, but it was such a small drop, there wasn't enough, you know, behind it. Same thing with the FDs, but then like the FD3s came out and now the metal flake MD1s, and it feels like they're off and going again. Yeah, that's just one thing. Wonder... Oh, go ahead, go for it. Uh, I was just gonna say, I was like. It's been a crazy summer like there's so many new manufacturers and molds it's like it's really hard to pick a bag when you have all these new discs that you want to try <laughs> that's why like for me like i have the core of my bag which is like probably 12 to 15 discs and then at any given time i have like 10 discs that i'm trying um and just like rotating out because it's just like we have one of our shops down here all day disc golf so i'll give a shout out to you guys who are amazing they run tournaments here locally but they're one of the only local shops that are willing to take chances on some of these upcoming brands. So I walked in there and I grabbed a Lone Star disc and I was like, I don't think I like this swirly plastic. And then I put it down and then here, like the Wraith mold was like in swirly plastic, but it felt completely different. I was like, huh, I kind of like how this feels. It's a little bit domier, a little bit stiffer. Let me try to like, let me pick this up, but I can actually get in there and field test, which I feel like one of my favorite things about brick and mortar stores is you're able to go in there feel around and be like well how's this feel does do i like it do i not versus like buying blindly when you don't um yeah. and so that's where like the construct normally i buy blindly and be like oh i don't like this ew let me sell it but brick and mortar i went in there and was like ew i don't like this let me save my money and construct a way out of here eh? uh, <laughs> armadillos armadillos they're, are they're crazy they're amazing they're yeah. like I love them. I got the uh, Leah Tisinigini, uh like run of uh, her signature series, and they fly amazing. They're they're glow plastic. And yeah, they're they bizarre. They're like, like a one speed with actually like you know maybe six glide, five glide. They just go forever. Yeah, <laughs> for like one a, speed. A thinner, thinner than the bird. Yeah. But this is what I'm like talking about. Like, they're all like all this stuff comes out. And I'm just like, God dang, I want to try it all. And then my like yeah, game yeah. is to crap. Yeah, how hard is it for you when you're getting all these different kinds of discs in uh, for your shop, not to just throw them all? <laughs> yeah. Uh, big shout out to Jeff Bradshaw from the Lounge, Colorado Springs boy. We went and played because I had a tournament coming up in the spring, and he was like why are you throwing that disc? I was like, I don't know. People said it's good. I want to try it out. Why are you throwing that disc? Like, what is your best disc right now? And I was like, the dynasty is like, just throw that, get rid of all this other stuff. And then start simple, you know? 
uh, not helped my game a lot. Well, I'm going to like... nationals now. So <laughs> oh, are you, are you going to be at nationals? Yeah. We I do. won this tournament. Are you? We yeah. got to link up. Yeah. yeah That'd be awesome. Oh, wait. You're the Humble Oregon Stake Chomp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for you that don't speak Coloradian, <laughs> Coloradian, <laughs> that means humble Oregon State champ. <laughs> but something about the like, you know, the mountains. Like I know the Appalachians with their Mountain Dew drinking, and Colorado with their just you know mushrooms and weed. Their whole they speak a whole different language over there. <laughs> you making fun of my people? Absolutely, hundred percent, Cody. Terrible. <laughs> So oh, the Appalachian oh. followers, you can hit the unlike, unsubscribe, I guess. Well, now we have Alex on the show. Alex, you've played the course, the Beaver Ranch course. Yeah. It's See, it's real, yeah. Paige. What do you, what do you yeah. mean? It's, it's Nutria Ranch. No. <laughs> you said the Beaver Ranch disc golf course is not real. I said it didn't sound real. Yeah. But it's pretty it's cool. cool. It has, like, multiple courses on it. And then they have they have one of them that's they're all, like, par twos for newer players but it's like a whole yeah. 18 holes which is super cool where's it 27 yeah. they right? have uh they have 22 holes on their main course and three baskets at all times on each hole so you oh. can play varying levels of difficulty or if no one's there you can play three holes at once by throwing to each different basket and then they have a putter course which starts off really short but then it actually goes like up the hill and has some fun ones. So I take my kids over there all the time. It is a hike. That is a yeah. hike of a course. Yeah. I mean, that's Colorado golf, though. Everything's a hike, right? You don't have yeah. like a lot of flat, a lot of elevation over there. Question for you guys. Do people ask questions? No, that's not how it works. No. We ask the questions here. Don't flip the script on us. You're the guest. No, go ahead. Ask your question, Alex. Where's uh, so coming... tent? <laughs> I'm coming from elevation, going to sea level. What will my Sphinx do when flip, I throw flip, it? Flip, flip, flip. So... Uh, what's run of it? Uh... No, Any just run an, is gonna uh, flip, Josh. Yeah, just like how do how do I adjust? Like, so for me, when I went to play Mount Bachelor, which is high elevation, mm-hmm. a disc I threw last year when my arm speed was slower, my form was a little bit worse. It was my like flippy disc, but I could like Heiser flip and it'll drift and still come back. Well, I outgrew that disc pretty quickly to where it was like just turning and burning, and so I went to Mount Bachelor and I grabbed it. And I was in love because this disc was doing everything I remembered it was going to doing because it's now at this high elevation, it's slightly more stable. And so you're going to be coming down, which means everything's going to be more understable. So I would grab discs that you might not think about anymore of like, you know, like a PD is just going to fly like, you know, your, your sphinxes are flying or something more like. I mean, maybe not the PD, but, you know, a more overstable, like grab a Roman Thunder 1 over, you know, a second run flippy or, you know, try to grab a Swirly Sphinx and see what that can do for you. You know, it's just going to be like subtly different because you'll still hit your lines. Um, also, things aren't going to go as far. Like when I went to Mount Bachelor, like I was like, oh, let me throw this like mid range on this 300 foot hole. And then next thing you know, it's going like 370. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I've never thrown this far. And it was a comet. So there's that. But it just goes like the glide out there and the higher elevations, these things go further and went further for me. And so I was surprised that, you know, all I threw was a fairway in the mid range. And then like day three of the tournament, all I'm doing is throwing my mid range because I didn't need to go anything further than 400 on some of those like control lines. Mm-hmm. So. I would grab like how you would envision like um, optimally. This is what I think these discs should do, and then grab things like oh, here's two stables up, like two ver- like two stabilities up on it, and I think this is what it should do. And then grab like that one or two different variants, and explore that. And yeah, yeah. so that's my long-winded I, answer. I mean, like with the Sphinx, I would just say just do a more steeper Heiser flip when you throw them. Yeah, just like more. Yeah, like. Yeah. But see, that's like where it's like, I don't know, like, 
if Colorado got like really forces you to learn the Heiser flip as much as I feel like a lot of flat does. I don't know if it's just like, you know, flat to Annie's or what your kind of shot shapes are. So sometimes then, more Heiser yeah, doesn't well, work. Then you have like at elevation, you have more glide mm -hmm. too. So it's like, if you can figure out that angle, then it'll have more time to like, cut. yeah. Yeah. It's no, the things just like it just like extends out. And I was really surprised about that. Like, and I'm not even like talking downhill or uphill. I'm talking like flat 380. Watching things glide and shape was right. a little like surprised to me. And so I'd say too, like, so this last weekend, um, we played Trojan, which is around a lake. And day two and day three, I realized one of my strengths. So we were talking before we started about like. Oh, here I am trying all of these new discs to try to keep up and give an accurate description of them. Well, I realized like I'm more acclimated than most of throwing new discs and expecting what these flights can do. And so when it came day two and day three and people lost their main throwers, I was able to be like, okay, here's a brand new version of it. This is what it should be doing in theory. And I can trust that because I've done this enough. And I think for you being able to kind of realize some of that strength for yourself when you come down to sea level of being like, okay, what does it look like to build a new bag and not have any expectations of what this Sphinx should do or what this dynasty should do and right. explore and learn a new bag because, you know, you don't, like any expectations I feel like are going to get in the way of like, well, this should be doing it. And then you it doesn't do it. And you're like, well, why isn't it, why didn't it flip? I thought it was supposed to be flippier. Right. Why is it coming back? Or now all of a sudden, can I not get the distance? You know, so you don't have that expectations and you almost like, reinvent like what you're trying to do because it's going to be completely yeah. different which is exactly what i was trying not to do <laughs> when, <laughs> when i was talking to jeff bradshaw i was like stick to your bag you know now i'm like dang but no i know what you mean yeah it'll be it'll be fun to experiment I mean, with it. how early are you going yeah that's a five-day tournament i am like giving up my soul to even go to the tournament <laughs> so i'm going like the night before like late oh so but, you're you want to get a practice round in no i'll are probably doing, just yeah are you mpo or are you going to be ma1 uh ma2 so so yeah ma2 gets bumped up to ma1 ma1 mpo is how the tournament works so you've been oh. playing yeah but it's still i it's still ma2 because i was going to say like if you want um we can meet up in that morning and get some field work in like before We're, it starts uh, off. That'd be sweet, man. Um, my relatives actually live right by Swordstone, which is one of the MA2 courses. It's like a private course in this guy's like backyard with like huge, like Greek fountain. And it's a oh, fun yeah, little Oh yeah, I saw that one <laughs> on pictures. Yeah. yeah. So crazy. I think we play like Belton, uh, the Met and Roy G Guerrero. Oh yeah. Roy G. You're going to have homeless people on the back. Oh, absolutely. Nine. They were homeless last year. We we're like, oh, look, here's like this little campsite all set up for her, <laughs> you know, but beautiful. Like, I still feel like I understand like it's well, to me, it's like the closest pro tour level course that isn't on the pro tour. That course is. Yeah. Like amazing. It's beautiful. It really is. Yeah. Definitely. So, I hate I gotta, to do this to your freaking ego, but. People are talking about it, man. I just want you to know. <laughs> I know. I know. Did you, did you, did you, I know I didn't you. want to feed it. But they're also <laughs> screaming Alex. So, you know what? F you, Paige. So, okay. yeah. Cody and Josh down below. Paige and Alex up top. I like this. Let's go, Alex. New co-host. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> so, with you. your shot. any bigger. With with your shop, you, you sell. It's not just like stock discs. You also I'll sell. I'll be right back. You sell um, like the collector discs. Yeah. yeah. So what's your uh, what's your favorite collector that you own? That you like that's not on your your shop. But what's your like pride and joy? Yeah. I, I know exactly. Great, Josh. Now it's just me and you. I mean, that's how I like it. That's Going right. out to AJ <laughs> for oh, finally yeah. getting me my first jewelry mm. hug. Hell yeah, that's, that's a good okay. one. Is that a jewelry? Took, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It took a uh, arm and a leg to get this off him. I had this in probably the nastiest Roaming Thunder 2 I've ever seen, and it took that and some. 
but that's good colors though on that one. Yeah, like, I like it a lot. And I'm a I'm a really big fan of Jory too. So he I did I did his like Patreon last year where he was like giving advice, like mm-hmm. sharing videos on how to die and stuff like that. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, I just kind of ran out of time <laughs> to do that. And yeah. then this this idea kind of came up. Uh, so I'll tell you a little bit about my backstory with this. So um, I have a friend in New Mexico who had uh, a disc golf business. He go to tournaments, bring you know all these discs set up, stuff like that. And he came to visit me one year and was like, I was like, Hey, how's the disc golf business? Like, I love disc golf. You know, like I throw my whammo all the time. It does. No. <laughs> um, and, uh, he was like, it's just sitting in storage. I haven't done anything with it. I got sick of the community there. And I was like, what? Like, I'll buy it from you. <laughs> and like, so he had like a thousand discs and I, I started off cause I was going to like drive down and pick them up from him. But we were going to Vegas for Meow Wolf opening there. And I was like, why don't you just bring, yeah, Meow Wolf. I love that place so much. It's <laughs> yeah, really cool. You gave me like flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> At least two. Took the Brady Bunch. Well, this well, I don't know. What, what, what are you talking about? Meow Wolf. The meme thing? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Meow, Wolf, Meow Wolf is uh, actually started by George R. R. Martin, Game of Thrones guy. He yeah. gave. A crap load of money to these artists in New Mexico and said, "Build whatever you want with it." Like, so it's basically like a art exhibit slash funhouse slash interactive slash mystery slash really good on drugs slash music venue. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's basically impossible to describe, but it's expanding I mean, so fast. Good job, right? How was the Denver one? It's been- sweet. It's huge. Uh, there's yeah. multiple. Yeah, there's like, three. There's three now. Yeah. Meow wolf. Anyway. Meow wolf. Uh, like the sound a cat makes mixed with a wolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cat. All right. <laughs> All right. That's very artsy. Yeah. So you're talking uh, about a shop, Josh? Or yeah. Uh so anyway, so I flew to Vegas to meet him. I was like, hey, just bring one manufacturer you know, a couple hundred discs, put them in a uh, suitcase, whatever. And he brings me disc mania. And this was like a year and a half ago. And I knew nothing. I knew, I really knew, like I played disc golf all the time, but I never got into like the disc mania craze and stuff. Like, I mean, it was almost all signature series, like right at the height of, you know, they're done with Innova and like things are going crazy. And so I, I just got addicted. I didn't sell any of them. I ended up buying a whole crap load more. <laughs> like the terrible business start. <laughs> <laughs> you got to build inventory somehow, right? Might as well just buy them all up. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I didn't even, I, it just took over me. I was just, you know, and I, and I was also like in a, um, I think I was like going down the wrong path of like flipping and the lounge, honestly, saved me from that and i mean i started a business flipping i guess but <laughs> but i think uh, brought, like i mean i think a lot of people started wide and then they almost find a sense of direction that they want to be because like one like i think during that time flipping and making money where it's just like oh here's this 200 dollar disc that i bought for 100 or bought for 50 like it was kind of hard not to do because the market was like so booming like that but then eventually things slow down and you wanted to kind of like figure out what this niche can look like for yourself right like here we are in the midst of some of that and we started a podcast because well now we want something more we want to figure out what this kind of looked like and you know i think we talked about it all the time like the thing about disc golf is that it has something for everybody if you're just willing to explore it um some people like myself are super competitive some people like Cody just like to teach PE with it. Like it's just a whole different like aspect to the game. Um, but it's all disc golf related. And I think that's like pretty cool to see because, you know, when it comes to like rare air discs, not only did you come in quick with it, but 
you utilized every tool that you could not only built the relationships that are going to grow it, but you're like, okay, where's this niche and all of these online stores that are missing, you know, and they became like some of that rare, like, oh yeah, let me go. And there's a OG glow FD three with the infinite VIP stamp on there. And I know it's sitting there and eventually I probably will buy it. And if it doesn't, you know, if it sells, oh no, like I saved some money, but it's like, here's some options, but also now here are some stock options and let me tap into some of the local smaller disc golf. Like we had what uh, Ryan Costler come on here on our Jammers in the Rough episode. And he talked a lot about his art, but he's done some art for you. So yeah. you're able to like tap into that. Uh, Manny Trujillo, who's a Trujillo, a Trujillo. I always say, sorry, the way I pronounce his last name is like something for me. I just got this like little stick, but Manny who's been on our show twice now, he was supposed to do art for you, and you talked him out of it. Like, yeah, know. I was like, Manny, no, you don't need to do art for me. I've only been asking for a year and a half. Like, don't worry about it. That's, I mean, no, that's actually, so I reached out. I reached out to Manny to have. I him know, Manny. I know. I see you. I see you. It's it's mental block at this point. I see your comment, Manny. I'm sorry. I'm gonna own it, but it's literally a mental block. <laughs> It's a bad person. Bad. <laughs> yes, Paige is yes. a bad person. We get terrible. Them. No, he took he took the time to FaceTime with me, and I didn't know who he was really, besides like the artwork. And I was like, "Hey, will you make some artwork for me from my like course in my backyard or something?" Before the business, and then we just talked for like two hours, and then started playing rounds together because he's like right down the street. And so I say that now I'm in the friend zone. And so I'm never going to get any art. From him. <laughs> mm. You got that where you can politely say, no, 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 not right now. And you won't take it personal. <laughs> yeah. No, that's how like one of my artist buddies, he, some of his art wound up on She-Hulk. And so I was messaging him today and I was like, oh, hey, we should do this collaboration because he's a disc golfer as well. I was like, we should do this and figure this out. He's like, oh, it's not big enough like for me now. I'm like, oh, man, you get John She-Hulk, and now all of a sudden you can't do a little collab for me. Just kind of just teasing him. But it's like, oh, yeah, like now all of a sudden he's more in demand, and he's doing bigger and brighter, and, you know, a small little stamp for myself is, you know, just beneath him. That's, <laughs> that's exactly how I envision Manny. No. <laughs> so well, now that you're the state champ, you might get some art. Maybe. That's where I got one of my other sponsors. Oh, this way. <laughs> so let's go back to Ryan Coster, who. Oh, let's not. Let's move forward. Did make work? <laughs> did no. you work for me? And made these amazing, yeah. this amazing artwork. I can't get the glare right. No, it looks pretty. Out. You can see it pretty well. Yeah, I'll say. And you, you had that stamp made pretty fast. Like from you're like, hey, I'm opening a store. Oh, and I have my own stamp disc. Welcome. <laughs> Cause the cost, the cost wasn't much different, you know, as far as like, and then, uh, yeah, I just got, I got really excited about it. I was like, I was just having so much fun with it. And like, now we have like jerseys coming. Can't really see that well, but, uh, they're like sublimated and like go around. Like, Heck yeah. I'm still going to do it. Custom stamps. Uh, Rare discs on hold jerseys. Does that mean like team rare rare air discs is coming this off season as well? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, most of it is like kind of informal ish. Jeff Bradshaw, a guy named Jake Maxwell here in town. I'm shooting for Gabe, who is the 11 year old world champion. He lives like right down the street, so he just friend requested me, and I'm like. Now you're like, be on my team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, cool to see. Like, I mean, that's part of growth, right? Like taking the chance to sponsor some players. I know Terminal Velocity, that's kind of huge for him this year to kind of just like have some of that, have some of like the conversations. Um, and also like I'm not sure if you're gonna eventually get into disc manufacturing or not, but like right now you're in a position where because you're a retailer, you're able to be like, Oh yeah, how can we Maybe look at some of these bigger names and sponsor them because we're a retailer and not. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hey, tell Paige that he needs to learn how to say my name. I know, right? 
<laughs> Tell Paige that motherfucker. <laughs> whoa, Manny. Whoa, Manny wouldn't be like that. I know he wouldn't. Well, you don't even know him. You don't. He just he just ghosted me. He would just ghost me. <laughs> he wouldn't respond. Yeah, because you can't say his last name. I mean, that's that's a mental Trujillo. block. We all have one. Trujillo. <laughs> Uh, so you guys should come to Colorado. That's that's Next. on my bucket list. Like the Johnny Next Roberts time. tournament is like the one I want to play for sure, but it fills up so quick. Uh, you just have to know the event coordinator. Well, who's the event coordinator? Because I'm gonna put me on that shit next year, and I'll be there. Talk to uh, talk to Manny. He can do that part. <laughs> <laughs> Manny wants nothing to do with Paige now. I know Manny's no, done true. with me. Yeah, I want to throw yeah. a disc in elevation. I just want to see what the difference is like. <laughs> Never getting art now, Paige. Oh yeah. man, that's that's making sure that everyone knows it. Mm. <laughs> Breaks my heart. Uh, a lobster, Cody. A lobster, which is the understable mint mid range, is so much fun to throw at elevation. Like I threw, I was playing Beaver Ranch. And I threw my lobster farther than uh, my dynasty multiple times because of just that, just that extra glide and understability. It just wants to go forever. Hmm. See, it's I didn't fun. know the lobster was understable. I it just saw, I just saw it said like control mid or something. I was like, oh, it's probably overstable or something. And it's called a lobster. Like I didn't know what that means. Like I'm throwing a lobster. <laughs> I was playing with a new guy. I'm playing. You just threw your lobster at a beaver. Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Are we playing disc golf or is this like a we playing Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> but I get what you mean. Like when I grab a lobster, I, I think it's overstable when I hold one. But I feel like a lot of that mint plastic is a lot stiffer than I like anticipate. And then for me, that stiffness, I always think like, oh, this is gonna be a little bit overstable. And it's just, it isn't like I, what was it the one I threw? Uh, I don't even know what it was called, but I threw a mid, like mid range and was surprised at actually how flippy it was compared to like how it felt in hand. Uh, I don't know. I know there's like a lobster, there's a, an alpha. Maybe that's, I think it was alpha is what I threw. Is that a fair? I think alpha is a fair way. Oh, it might be a fair way. Maybe. Yeah, I don't that's know. Oh, but it's the same thing. Oh, Mustang. It's the that's same what plastic. it was. I thought yeah, a Mustang, Mustang was like a PD, though, right? No, it's no that's their MD3. Yeah. Five, five, I don't, you know, I don't know. But that's where, like, uh, like, I thought it was going to be overstable, but it, like, drifted, like, crazy on me. It was definitely, like, it reminded me of a hex, like, where it's, like, you can't put too much power behind it, but if you're just willing to carve lines with it and, like, go, like, 80%, it does amazing things. Um, but I was surprised that, like, because it like felt stiff, it felt like heavy on the rim, and it wasn't like over. Manny, uh, Manny's done some awesome art for them. He did the the first run alpha with this like wolf, like dripping blood, super cool. Uh, side match. I think I'm trying to kiss his ass. <laughs> I, I like this idea here. <laughs> Let's go. We'll figure this out. We'll meet up in the middle. Colorado's like what, like, like eighteen hours from here. So let's pick a course nine hours from here, and we'll battle it out. Jammers in the rough just like, bid you both off. I would just get like, hey man, he sent me something real fast, and then just <laughs> he would, give it, he would make it for you. Too. Like no time. Just a, it's just another gremlin. Just make me a gremlin. <laughs> Look, see, Alex is already running away. Everyone doesn't want no beef. He came over. He came over and was sitting at the table and just like drew this up in five minutes. I was like, "Dude, just do that for a disc, <laughs> like now." Well, I just slapped that on a disc. <laughs> I don't think like, there's any Spider-Man. Yeah, like I got this, and for copyright reasons, it isn't Spider-Man. It's Radman. <laughs> it's Radman. Tarantula dude. Arachnid dude. Hmm. So Ryan Coster, man, this guy, he can draw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's also a really dope dude. So <laughs> just want to talk him up a little bit more. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> well, it's like it's one of those things like, you know, you do 99 things right and you do one thing wrong and everybody focuses on that one wrong. It's like Ryan's an amazing art for you 
but that's already done. It's Manny who has it. So that's like that one wrong we're going to focus on and we're going to bring this out in the open and we use Jammers in the Rough to air all of our grievances out because, well, he's here and he's listening and he doesn't know he disappointed us. No. <laughs> good, good night. What is happening? <laughs> uh, just so you know, um, I'm in Oregon too. Facebook user, I would love to go to Oregon with you. Oh, you know who it is. <laughs> you know who it is. Don't worry, Josh. We'll make sure to link up and not invite you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I I'm going to go home. Just sit there in the darkness. Yeah. What's the like closest like sea elevation to you, Alex? Like when he gets like low out of the mountains, would that be like pushing New Mexico or Utah? Yeah. Yeah. I think because Utah stays pretty high all the way to like Tahoe and California. So maybe so, New Mexico? Yeah. I think I'd have to go south. But even like South, like I know I have a buddy in like uh, Arizona and that still plays with higher elevation. I was just trying to think about like what can you do to like sneak away between like, you know, a four or five hour drive or something to get flat right. or get practice in. Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> this has got to be known. Cody, you hear that? See, uh, yeah. see we, don't, we, don't need the, we don't need all the press, y'all. Oh, we're just going to sit here and we're just going to take it all in. Hmm? That oh, Facebook cool. user said that like I'm I'm part of this on a regular basis. I wonder who it could be. I wonder That's what I got who out of it. Could be. <laughs> well, Alex, you're, you're part so. of this now. We told you. Yeah. You are now a part of this. Yeah, there's four of us now. You're Anyone needs to I'll jump in. I would yeah. ruin the stairs with all the guests. New Mexico is higher than Denver? No, it's it's lower, but I think it's still like five thousand. We, I lived in Los Alamos where the nuclear bomb was developed, the Manhattan Project, um, for a year. Mm -hmm. And it was it's still very mountainous. And okay. It's a cool spot. A lot of nerds. National Lab is there. But, now, if we're talking about elevation, how would a disc fly at, like, Death Valley? Like, it would just low? melt. It would just melt, though. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I think... Could the salt, could the salt, isn't there like salt water there? No, there's no water there. Yeah, I was saying, I think it's called Death Valley for lack of water, but. Yeah, okay. I was thinking like the salt plains, like that'd be kind of interesting. Well, was, was well that's where they do their, like the long distance. That's where like the boss was thrown like, yeah. a thousand feet, right? Salt flats. Oh. It was not Death Valley. Yeah, not Death Valley. Yeah, Death Valley. Isn't Death Valley the lowest point in the continental United States? I have no idea. I just know it's the hottest place in the whole entire world. Is That's it? A, oh, yeah. The whole entire world? Oh, the hottest, hottest place in the world is in Death Valley. I feel like you're just pulling that out Whoa. your butt, sir. Buy it now. Whoa. Buy it now, Alex. One what is that? 161. 161 Halo Boss. This thing's so nasty. What the heck does that thing fly like? That's how, that's how the world record was won. It was with a one... It was like a blizzard. It was a blizzard champ boss, right? Yeah, I mean, this has this is Blizzard. Sure. Oh, look, Paige just went right. on my site to buy this right well, now. <laughs> he's actually logged out. Lowest point in U.S. Let him, see. Just let him let him leave. Here, I'm going to go. Good. Bad water base in Death, Death Valley is the lowest point in North America. 282 feet below sea level. So what would it is fly like there? He got demoted. Kick him back out. Josh kicks me out What's for some that? reason. Guys, I do apologize. I know you only listen to this for me. So <laughs> the fact that Josh kicked me out for a little bit really breaks my heart. I know it breaks all your right. all heart. Here you go, Cody. This is for you, though. Wait, let's do a giveaway. Wait, don't show the answer. Uh, wait. What well, answer? We already, I guess what we already, no, no. What, what's the question? Think of another question about Death Valley. Okay, well, um, I, wanna, I just want to prove Cody wrong real quick. Um, okay, the hottest place on earth, Cody? Death Valley. Uh, Burning yeah, Man. That's a Furnace Creek. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm going to look it All up. All right. Wait. I don't here believe I you're Let's see. Does anyone know how far the longest throw is to the foot? I or? do. Is it 1108? We're doing a giveaway. No. Yeah. I want it. 1108. <laughs> you're welcome. Cody, the giveaway is for our participants, not for Yeah. You. I'm participating. 1108. <laughs> <laughs> You know my address. You know where I be. Void. Void. Wait, if this is no. died, if if this is died by Tanner, who's freaking awesome, uh, does that count as a jammer? If I put nine out of ten die handling. Now you got to think of another question. Can I send this to you? I don't know. That is a good question. Are die discs used? 
Does that meet mm. your OCD, Cody? Because on the scale, well, they're know. not 10 out of 10. A lot of people like lower the rating. Because they will say like a nine for die handling. I did throw a jewelry when he gave me a new a die disc. I threw it. I got hmm, somebody Think of a question. Somebody. Somebody said eleven oh eight, but also somebody said eleven oh eight point nine two. Oh, we don't do. There's no. We don't do decimals. It's like the rating system. Don't be that person. Don't. Right. Don't. What is that? What is that in meters and no calculating it? Meet, meters. This is America, bro. <laughs> I don't know. We only, have... only, it's like only us in Guam that do imperial measuring. <laughs> this is made in Sweden. So yeah, so, uh, uh, we also have like a large following of non-American fan bases. After What's it in yardage last week? Cody <laughs> and Josh get a free gift. Other two get nothing. Huzzah! Thank you. All right. All right. All right. Better question. Uh. What island did I live on for five years? Oh, what so, I mean, the... that was so cool. That was no, dude, so somebody, quick. no, somebody wrote that before you asked that. <laughs> that was so quick. <laughs> we just got hacked live. Everyone. What no, 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 no. We didn't get hacked. Someone is, someone has broken the space time. Mind reading Alex. I looked down and it said. Alex lived in Guam, and I was like, oh, what does that have to do with anything? What does that and have then you to do with the anything? And then you finished, like, right? <laughs> no, it was on there before he even asked it. What? I'm not even was it, wait, was it because I said Guam yeah, was uh, the metric system? Was Guam metric? Yeah. Oh, no, that's because he's... No, Imperial. They're oh, Imperial. American. Yeah, so Carter, that's what American. I'm saying. Only two countries. <laughs> Guam and the United States are the only people doing Imperial. Ah. Wait, so far you've asked two questions. And I've ruined both of them. Guam's a territory. That's where I'm going with that. It's like Puerto Rico. Territory of the United States. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that was fun. Was that... (laughs) Who won? If you guys won the giveaway, message Alex. We'll we'll find it. (laughs) I I got two more things, so let's do this one better. Who are the Hope Glasses? P-Blend, Rare Disc, Alpaca. And, yeah, these are ones that you don't have, I don't think. Ooh, so buy it now. Oh, See? Wait. Try and get it. Try yeah. and win it. It feels good. Don't don't care about these the people guessing. It's these, us. Aren't, these aren't the Hulk ones. These are Gooder. Uh, gooder and shit? Gooder. That's Black, not English. Black Widow. Okay. Black yeah. Widow, baby. Dude, these things. Well, now they're used. So. Freaking awesome! By the I'll way. give a little plug for Gooder Shades here because one, they're super affordable. They have their polarized lenses, but they fit my fat ass head without flying off and getting stretched out. Like I was surprised. Like usually, like when I like wear them, they might stretch out just a little bit and get loose. But Gooder Shades for me are like the best like disc golf shades like out there. At the well, price. Now I'm looking them up. 25 yeah. bucks? That ain't bad. They're 25, yeah. 25, 35. Like, I don't know. Like, that shit. And I like price. how the first thing it says is a ginger's soul. What does that even mean? Well, what is that? Dude, so yeah. all their all their names, all their names are hilarious. They're just like, like, uh. Can we get a Jammers in the Rough version? Can we get sponsored by Gooder? Yeah, see, yeah. look at that. I wear a size eight fitted cap. Come on, Josh. Pop the shit up. I wear a size eight fitted yeah. cap and they fit. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm seven and seven eight, so it does fit? Yeah. Like I got a, I got a big old head. If only there was what am I looking up here? No, nothing now. You missed it. I so read it out loud. They have, uh, they have bigger ones. They're called BFGs. That's their model. OGs are the regular ones. BFGs are wider and have like the grip on it too. But you don't really need the grip. Uh, no. But they just they're for wider boned people. Right, right. boned. Have you ever seen a minds. wide skeleton? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I've never seen a bu- big skeleton. I'm big boned. It's <laughs> a lot, people. Uh, but they do a lot of absinthe night terrors. What in the world? Good night. These are some weird names. What is this? BFG. What, so what? BFG. What? Big fucking glasses. <laughs> Whoa. That's what it's it stands a family for. show. Josh hit him with it. Hit him with it. Which are those? These are the collaboration with the national parks. So this is Rocky Mountain. Okay. Sweet. 
Yeah, cool. I, I was really... talking about them. Like, why does he have so many glasses? Dude, no, that's, they're so on his cool. website. They're on his website. Yeah. He's he sells them. Oh, yeah. Well, now, now I'm going there. Where do they sell them? Raredish.com. Yeah. Raredish.com. Yeah. We just got clothes. I'm trying to, I'm trying to turn him into. I want to get uh, Adam Hames to get a pair. So he stops. Right? Isn't that him who drops yeah. his glasses all the time? Him no, and Matty O. Matty O. Matty O. always puts them on here, and then they just go flying off. Yeah, and then he catches them like while he's doing it. So these ones are gnarly. These are their uh, WG line. You have to have like a mullet all, to wear those. Yeah, you gotta have a mullet. All polarized, all lens, all the way across. They're gnarly. But you were doing a giveaway with these things. I'm sorry for distracting them. I had to talk them over because I do like them a lot. I was surprised at how much I liked them. But also, just so you know, the first there were two questions asked, and there was two winners, and one of them was Manny. And the other one all was right. Kyle. Deal. No, 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 the other one was Cody. Cody Kyle can't win. Kyle won the first one and for the uh, distance, and then Manny Manny got the Guam ahead of time. So Manny did <laughs> see into the future, and he wrote Guam. So Paige, try and say Manny's name so he can shame you, shame no, no, you in the corner where you belong. Manny the Goat. See, that's how. Oh, so say you won't even say it. That's his Sturred. last name, the Goat. All right, Trahil. I'll, I'll give Manny the shade. I would have figured. <laughs> Tra- Trahil, the Trahil. All right, so let's do one more for this P-Blend alpaca. All right. So we got Kyle for the first winner and then Manny for the second. This will be the third? Yeah, this will be the third. Cody, you asked the question. You're good at that. You're good at teaching. Yeah, uh, let's see. (laughs) What is the most populous country in the world? I'm going to start. We're going to go with geography. Oh, that's terrible. That's a good one. I bet it's Guam. If you write Guam again, I'm gonna have to give it to you. Guam's not its own country. You gotta ask. No, like, not, no, we don't want to get. You gotta be like during the MVP Open. Like there that. were three aces. Who was one of them? That guy wrote China. He wins. What? Why you gotta be like this? All right. So the the aces one will be for a Lorenzo. We don't we don't promote the Mayas on here. That's kind of a gemmers in the rough rule number one. Maya? No, I'm kidding. The Mayas. The Mayan people. <laughs> the, the, no, the Mayas, not the Mayans. No. Oh, we also don't. Did you know, buy... did you know that the Mayas are? They used to be professional axe throwers. Oh really? You know I yeah. had no idea. I think I did know that because they said yeah. they tried to trade disc for axe before. Yeah, yeah, they have, oh, and they have God. all these ones with like crazy like. Uh, the stock. I don't know what you are. You climbing a ladder? What are you doing right now? That's an axe throwing. <laughs> That's axe throwing. <laughs> That's axe throwing. No. Okay. So for my birthday, my friend's birthday party, he rented out an axe place. So I called them and I'm like, "Hey, how do I do this? Give me some tips." And like the phone service broke up and I never got any tips. So I was like, "Whatever, I got this." Typical by the end of the night, by the end of the night, I'm holding two axes in each hand. And I threw it like that, and I stuck them all. I was like, this is easy. So I was giving them crap. And they only killed two guys. <laughs> no, that wasn't a third of Maya. He gone. You can watch. You can Google it and watch the professionals. They hit bullseye and then these little blue dots, like, every single time, like, 50 times in a row. That Dude, that's, that's like watching professional cornhole. It's addicting. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I think that's called uh, Pornhub. Cody, <laughs> Josh hit him with it. Hit him with it. You know what's coming. I know. You know what's I coming. Know. Come on. Let's guys. Friendly Wait, what reminder. was the question? What did you even ask? We just keep going off on tangents about axe throwing in Guam. There was a question that was asked for sure. Yeah. Was what was the question? It was. My question was: There was the three aces at the MVP Open. I think three. There might have been a, a little bit more, but. Can you name one of those people who aced? Someone wrote one Johnny McRae. Yeah, this this random one yeah. person. I don't I don't need to specify which. Um, yeah, yeah. Johnny McRae is one of them. Who's Johnny McRae was yeah. one of them. So Let's there's see. your winner. He gets the Lorenzo Amaya mini. Just so you know, Kyle, that's three for for Kyle. <laughs> Wait a second, name. Kyle. Come on, man. You get one thing. Um, hey, but, that'll save me. That'll save me on shipping. Let's just go. With it. <laughs> chat does have a chat does have a question. 
Um, or let's see what we got here. All right. If, um, what is I will trade you an axe. I will go and figure out a throwing axe that's worth some money, and I will send it to you with the second run FD if I can get some art. <laughs> that That is a trade I could do. <laughs> I'm oh, drinking water. Yes. Oh, yes. So one, water. one more one more question from chat to Alex. Let's see who beat Alex's butt in fantasy football last week. Oh Manny. <laughs> the week before I had 185 points. But that's the week before. That's not the yeah. that's not how fantasy football works. You're like, check out my score last week. That's like disc golf. I aced this hole like two weeks ago. So when I take a triple, just realize like it averages out to a double. Yeah. <laughs> fantasy football, man. I forgot to I can think. barely keep my real life together. I haven't got time for that. All right. So what I'm hearing is we need to get Alex and Manny on the same podcast. That's what and I'm just hearing. Listen to them like Riff off each hate other. on each other because that just sounds like an amazing round of disc golf, Ooh. let alone like Jammers in the Rough episode. I got a good view right here, too. We can do what is what we got here? What is happening right now? All right, so we bring you on the show and you start with these crazy antics. What is happening? I just ordered, I ordered 20 of these and I found a way to ship them affordably to people. And I have a whole bunch of these rare discs, minis, some vibrant ones, and so I'm gonna do some like a mini basket and a bunch of discs near closer to the holiday season as gifts. And I'm really stoked about it. Oh, that's cool. These, these Zing minis, there's like, well, there's like five different molds, but this one is their understable floaty one, which is fun. This one is like a full driver that you can actually rip pretty hard. And then these little ones are kind of like your putter and it's, it's fun. Like, I've been getting all like all the angle, <clears throat> all the angles down and everything. I'm loving it. I'm getting perfect. all the angles down as he airballs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm getting all the air- angles down completely. Dude, I got all these. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I I mini mini golf. That's the feature. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, <laughs> those six inch minis feature. like Discraft does and uh, Dynamic Disc do. Like they have like six inch judges, they have like the Lunas, Fierces. Those things go far. Like I pushed one out to three hundred feet. It was like the what is it, crank? Those things oh, just fly. Dang. Yeah, because yeah. why are you shaking your head? Go do you call me a liar? Like hey, I just pushed one out three hundred feet. Like no, like I'm. Yeah, I'm just explaining how far they go. I'm sorry your distance driver doesn't go that far, but you know my mini can, Cody. All right, I gotta separate you two. You guys... There we go. Back on top, baby. <laughs> Back on <laughs> top. No, Josh. No. I'll bring you. I'll get I'll you there. there. I'll get you there. There we oh, go. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I like the people that are just listening to this. Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> That's why you have to watch it live and experience the amazingness of cameras yeah. in the yeah, rough. It's, it's so interactive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good point, though. Mini golf is the future because land is expensive. There we go. This is, this is very true. Hmm. Like, think yeah. about how much like mini courses you can put like at Jonesboro. Why have like <laughs> one eighteen or well two eighteens on it when you can have like forty eighteen mini hole courses? <laughs> so I have a I have a mini course as well in my backyard, and at my Fourth of July party, I got an ace on this like downhill one with a castaplast mini. And I was wearing a mullet wig and jean shorts. <laughs> There's a picture of me like bent down, holding this little mini next to the basket. Like, hey. <laughs> so if there was ever like an image that needs to exist for like disc golf circle jerk on Reddit, that's the image. That's the image for, for it. <laughs> that's how I mentioned like all of those writers being. <laughs> Hey, a lot of kids have mullets now. I'm just saying. Oh, they they became full circle. They're like living that mullet life. I coached a wrestling team two years ago, and their whole team was like, let's do mullets. And they like legitimately ran mullets for like the whole year. It was the stupidest thing. Mullets the kids say hella cringe all the time. It was mad sus. Mad sus, hella cringe. Did you just say sus? That's how kids. The kids just turned off our podcast. He said sus. That adult man said sus. (laughs) The adult man said sus. 
my but, uh my dad was a tennis player and he had he was like around the time of andre agassi and he had this crazy mullet that because he like you didn't want it like coming in your face but you had to have some style <laughs> hey, this is a kid show this is a family Come on, Alex. Keep it appropriate. Oh shit! Wrong banner. Wrong banner. Wrong banner. Wrong banner. There we go. That's the one. That's that's the one. There we go. That's why we can't have nice things. All right, everyone. We're coming to our twilight hour. This will be our transition to closing thoughts. So why don't we lead on Cody? We didn't have worst. any opening thoughts. There's been no thoughts this whole time. <laughs> this it's been not... just the ramblings of four in, incomparable morons. Well, that's jammers <laughs> in the row. It's probably going to be one of our most listened to episodes. <laughs> I think we have had the most people writing in tonight. There's oh, like, hey, Manny. <laughs> Manny hating on Alex. All right. Let's be, let's be all, the give, all the giveaways that I have no idea who to send to. <laughs> oh, I got you. Three go to Kyle. The glasses go to Manny. Right. And then the <laughs> Black right. Widow ones come to me. And I got All the right. film. I'm holding, I'm holding my... I'm holding Manny's. Alex is a chunk. All right, Manny, Manny's weighing in. And he's not even on the podcast this week. Sweet. He tried to get me to... He tried to get me to heckle him uh, <laughs> when he was on last week. But I missed it. <laughs> missed my chance. Oh. But I love him. Oh, see, it's see, a family, family show. show. He friend zone, friend zone, <laughs> friend zone. Love somebody. You, you won't work for them. <laughs> you owe me a stinks. Yeah, I'm gonna throw it. Closing thoughts. Um, Paige, congrats on your win. Uh, even yeah. a broken clock's right twice a day. So that's all I need. It had to happen at once. Um. Even a blind a lot of people. I wish it happened to them, but it was all me. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what's the off season's going to look like for disc golf. Uh, I'm really wondering if there's going to be, like, I feel like last season we had a lot of changes, different uh, manufacturers signing different people, kind of that whole mix up where disc golf is seen as legitimate now with multiple people getting million dollar deals. So I'm just kind of wondering what um. I'm excited to see what this offseason brings, if we're going to have as much change, if people are going to be a little bit more loyal, what's going to happen with, you know, Discmania is now coming out with new new discs that, really, that are digging it. So yeah. I, I'm just kind of excited for this kind of next season that we're moving into. You know, yeah. I wanted to, like, maybe next week or the week after, like, dissect some of the offseason, because that's been on my mind a lot, because... I know a lot of eyes are on, like, uh, Calvin, but also, like, I'm curious about the involvement of, like, management and agencies and what play they're going to have in this offseason, but also seeing, like, the power of some of these organizations if they're going to actually cut players, you know, because I feel like they spent a lot of money last year. Are they maybe, like, willing to cut players? Is that a possibility, and how is that going to pan out? So I think free agency this year is going to be an interesting one that's going to set precedent moving forward. In regards to like not only money being spent, but also like, you know, this play didn't pan out. We released them and see how that goes. But I think that's a good yeah. point, Cody. I'm curious about that as well. I'm I'm interested to see how like, you know, if the production levels stay as high as they are, if people will actually if manufacturers will start turning to advertising more. Because as like a business owner, like I'd I'd rather have instead of putting out you know, 40 new molds this year, like spend some money on marketing, build your brand, which will in turn help me. Um, yeah. So maybe the winter is for the time for them to do that a little bit more. Uh, well, I think too, like Facebook algos. Yeah. Well, like even like for you as a small, like small shop and being able to kind of like, you know, promote some of these things, but looking at like, what does it look like to promote yourself on, you know, mainstream coverage such as like, you know, Central Coast, Joe Mez, even like the professional disc golf too. I know we see Birdie Disc Golf, they sponsored a hole and they're like hole 16 at like Maple Hill and they've been all of these different like holes throughout the course, which is great because it's Birdie Marvel. Um, but like even looking at like Rare Disc, like how can you start to get your name like out there? I know Jabber in the Rough is always looking for sponsorship. So if you want to sponsor our podcast and have Red Disc there too, that'd be cool. But 
you know, that's a whole different conversation, but looking at what those advertising doing and seeing what their marketing teams actually can kind of drum up, I think is a good point. You know what, you know what I'd like to do is put a sticker right next to Josh's face and just have it sit there all the time. What? That'd be weird. That'd be weird. <laughs> you know, one, one thing, one thing I like to do is like, I print out a bunch of little flyers and like send people discount codes and just do weird like trivia and but I'd love to have one about jammers in the rough and just like, I can make a discount code jammers. Yeah. That cool. only works on used. Just discs. keep jamming. Can we just get sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about uh, closing thoughts for you, Josh? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go on record saying that everybody needs to go see a Meow Wolf location. We got Santa Fe, <laughs> we got Denver and we got Vegas. Like this place. <laughs> It is so cool. Like this is one of the it's rooms like in Vegas that Alex huh? Gray did, and it is such a trip to walk through their their places. Um, yeah, they're cool. really amazing. It's an experience that you'll never forget. And so I suggest everyone, their kids, family, go see my Meow Wolf exhibit. That is my final thought. Well, I'll be hopefully in Vegas February again. So if you remind one. me, Josh, I'll go definitely take the family and check it out. Heck yeah, dude. Kids have fun. Did you see that? Manny, Soul Crusher can sponsor. I'll do art with caricatures for Cody and Josh, the big guns on the podcast. Let's Ah. just, you know what, Josh, just just turn it off right now. Just shut it down. Uh, That's all y'all need to hear. Oh, I got one complaint, though. I got Ryan Coster. Yeah, Ryan Coster. We're Ryan Coster. We're get him on the pod. We're just getting. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Like when you break up, when you break up with somebody and you go sleep with their friend, you know. Like yeah, I'm just gonna burn all my Soul Crusher stuff. Where is it? Give me, like a lighter, give me a lighter. Give me a lighter. A professional <laughs> artist who's been on most discs just roasting you two. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, Alex, uh, what are your closing thoughts for this week? <laughs> He, he does go on most most dicks. You're right. Yes. Whoa, yes. family show. Hit him with a banner. I don't. Uh, I didn't think I'd have to do it again. <laughs> Dang it! Sorry. <laughs> this is the way I pronounce it. Um. Yeah. Thank. Thank you guys for having me on. It's been yeah, man. It's been a wild ride and a lot of fun. If you guys, uh, if you message me on Instagram, it's possible that it's. One of my really good friends, Damien, because I let him take that over. I was getting way too many messages, uh, just about dumb stuff. But uh, yeah, jammers sponsored. I'll type up and send it over for your approval, Cody. Yeah, oh, all contracts go to Cody. Well, and, uh, he's, he's still in school, so he's he's got the smarts. No, but uh, I like. I like, uh, dare I say, the friends that I made through the collector world, like really good people that understand what it's about and, you know, do do things like teach middle school kids how to dye discs. And then Jory like hops on and does like a live stream to teach them. Just really, really good stuff that I hope to do more of now that I have like my footing on the business a little bit more, a little bit. Yeah. But. You know, I think we're all excited here, like, to kind of see you growth, because it's one of those things, like, you know, for me, I always, like, just enjoy, like, supporting smaller businesses and watching them to grow, and that's kind of one of those things, like, watching you grow this last year has been amazing, so getting you finally on the podcast, I feel like people on both sides, so, you know, um, can see that you're more personable, that you are, you know, out there disc golfing, you're not just, like, some conglomerate that are trying to buy, sell, flip, you know, it's, like, you're still somebody that just loves the sport and you just happen to want to figure out a way in order to make it sustainable and, you know, give back in your own regard. So I think that's always awesome. So for that, like definitely a huge, uh, thank you for taking the time. We definitely have to have you back because this has been an absolute blast and we got to figure out how to get you and Manny on the show together just so we can kind of bear witness to some of this like live banter. Um, you have to do a a Pentagon. Oh, I I got to go. You could just hang out together. Yeah. That's true. I have a zip line to his house. I'll just do that. Maybe did say he'd go to your house. He did say he'd go to your house to record. <laughs> yeah. We got the yeah, like, fourth or fifth best tech guy on it. So Josh is kind of that <laughs> person for us. 
you know, in the disc golf world, it. in the, the Eugene area. <laughs> no. So, All right, dudes. Yeah. I got to roll before I get divorced. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> you know, I was about to close this out, but I guess Alex is closing this out, guys. Wow. So with that, Paige gets no closing thoughts. Keep jamming it in the rough, everybody. Championship level <laughs> courses belong to championship level players. Dang it! <laughs>